Hello and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Broke Gaming Podcast, Episode 9. I'm Missy and I'm joined by some other PC gaming nerds, Chris. Hello. And Hannah. Hello. Together we take on PC gaming for the cheap and broke. Each week we gather here to find a great game for a great price. We review the prior week's selection and see if it was worth our money and time. Then we pick a new game and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week's game was Tomb Raider. Our companion song is Survivor by Destiny's Child. Let's take a listen. Thought I couldn't breathe without you, I'm in hell You thought I couldn't sleep without your perfect vision. You thought I couldn't last without you, but I'm laughing. You thought that I would die without you, but I'm living. Thought that I would fail without you, but I'm on top. Thought it would be over by now, but it won't stop. Thought that I would self-destruct, but I'm still here. Even in my years to come, I'm still gonna be here. I think it works. Girl power. Considering the game, it works out pretty well. Tomb Raider was released March of 2013. The developer was Crystal Dynamics. Publisher was Square Enix. Directors were Noah Hughes, Daniel Chair, and Daniel Newberger. Producer was Kyle Peschel. It's available on Windows OS X, Linux, PlayStation 3 and 4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. So what'd you think? Uh, it was pretty good. It was a good reboot for the franchise. See, I've never played the franchise before. So this was my first foray into Tomb Raider. And I thought it was a fantastic game. The graphics were amazing. Amazing. The story was awesome as well. I don't want to give away too many spoilers. So you start on this cruise that you're going on, which doesn't look like a cruise. It looks more like a fishing boat to me. So the game is set on Yamatai, which is this fictional island in this area called the Dragon's Triangle off the coast of Japan. You start off on a ship, and the ship gets caught in a big storm. Apparently this Dragon's Triangle is known for its huge storms. And you shipwreck on this island. And for the beginning part of the game, you are trying to catch up with the crew and the people that you were on the ship with. Yamatai was once ruled by this queen named Himiko, and she was the one that had control of the weather. So it was said that she was the one that created all these storms and everything. So you get shipwrecked on this island, you have to find your crew. So as Lara is going around this island, she finds that it's inhabited with these strange carvings that she comes across, dead bodies, animal sacrifices. Once she finds her crew, then they have to go out and find one other person who's missing and so on and so forth. It's a fun game. I thought it was amazing. The one thing that I have a complaint about is the head bob dynamic got me a little seasick. Other than that, I thought it was pretty awesome. I like the way that you get around and stuff. You have like a lot of traversal options in the this game you can climb up cliff sides and like you can get a rope attachment for your arrow and slide across gaps and stuff it was pretty neat that way it almost feels like there's no place you can't go in this game and yeah. i like how you start off as basic lara croft like she doesn't know anything and you have to make your weapons and hunt deer and all that good stuff i thought it was a great game as a person like i said who's never played it's hard for me to compare it back as a reboot it seems pretty awesome to me well, at least he's getting in. Definitely worth what we paid for it, that's for sure. <laughs> I 
I mean, this was a full $60 AAA release when it came out. Yeah, pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say that this one tried to put some more realism into the series. Like, character gets injured a couple times, and for the next few sequences, Laura Croft is just sort of limping along. Oh my gosh. The first part when she was climbing through that cave area and she fell down on that rebar. Oh, oh yeah. like I felt that. <laughs> That was rough. And especially when you die, this game will definitely give you some moments that just make you cringe. Yeah, crunching sounds and all. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the death animations are rather graphic. They've always yeah. kind of done it that way, too. Like, yeah, yeah. As much as they could with their limited graphics, so that's pretty true to form. Yeah, well, now it's yeah. in full HD. Oh, boy. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of graphical options other than resolution and that kind of thing. Like, I really wish that there had been an option to kind of turn down the head bob. But then again, if we had, I don't think it would have been as realistic. I I think that kind of added to the game. It just made me a little motion sick. That's a big problem for me. Like with games that have a lot of head bob, like I I can't play them for long stretches of time. I get ill. Like I get vertigo. (laughs) I have to go lie down. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And this one, usually it's only first persons that give me that issue. This time it was this game. So I'm, I'm going to give it four shipwrecks out of five. And I will give it four temporarily grievous wounds out of five. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was my only criticism. While it did give you those wounds and made you, like, really feel it and limp along for a while, it'd be, like, an hour later in the game. You'd be just fine. And then you'd be perfectly fine. (laughs) You just got rebar through your liver. I think you need to be limping a little harder. You know the law. Six games enter, one game leaves. Each week we have a budget of $5 to spend on a game. If we spend less than that, we roll the spare change into next week. Every week we bring two games to consider. We each vote for a game, and we cannot vote for our own game. The game with the most votes is our next game to play and review. This week we have $12.29 to spend. We're getting pretty rich. Yeah. Very nice. We're like broke gamer rich. Yeah. Broke gamer rich. No (laughs) joke. Memoria? It's on sale right now on Steam for $4.99, and it's an adventure game. It's got two timelines, and it's telling two different stories in the same place in different time periods, in different time periods. One of the protagonists is a princess with a mysterious destiny, and then it cuts like 500 years or something to the future. princess's name is Sadia, and she wants to be a war hero, and then it cuts like a couple hundred years into the future to Garon, and he's a bird catcher who wants to lift a mysterious curse from his girlfriend. So it's supposed to be really well told. The graphics look really pretty in the demo, and the reviews look really positive. So if you like a point-and-click fantasy indie puzzle game, then this is going to be your huckleberry, it sounds like. And then my next nomination is... Braid. It's a puzzle platformer. It's a very painty kind of style, and you manipulate the the flow of time. You journey through a series of worlds, and you solve puzzles and try to rescue abducted princess. And the storytelling itself is really unusual and has received a lot of praise from cultural critics of gaming and other places like that. It's $4.99 on GOG.com. 
So another indie puzzle game. My first game is The Flame and the Flood, which is on sale for $9.99 on GOG right now. And I believe this is a game that came out earlier this year. It's a survival game where you are rafting down the river and kind of like Huckleberry Finn style. And you have to make stops along the way to gather supplies and craft things and make sure that your character is, you know, healthy and fed and has enough sleep and all that stuff. I think a week or two ago you mentioned... uh don't starve. So I think it's yeah. kind of another game in in that sort of thread. It seems like it hatchet the game. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it kind of has that survival. It's a 9.99 on GOG. And my second game is Momodora Reverie Under the Moonlight, which is 9.99 on Steam, and it's a 2D platformer. Oh, sorry about my voice this week. I'm uh, been a little bit under the weather. The game is a 2D platformer where you're a sacred princess trying to lift the curse that has spread to her land and it's got a interesting little uh combat system you have i think a leaf sword or something like that and a bow and arrow and you can sort of dodge roll around attacks and enemies and stuff so yeah it has a, a good combat system going on it's got a nice little somewhat anime inspired uh art style as well cool so it, uh, it looks like a lot of fun so my two my first one is don't starve <laughs> it is 324 on GTA right now. Don't Starve is an uncompromising wilderness survival game full of science and magic. You play as Wilson, who's one of the main characters, and you can unlock more characters as you play the game. But he is a gentleman scientist who has been trapped by a demon and transported to a mysterious wilderness world. You have to learn to exploit your environment and the inhabitants if you hope to escape and find your way back home. Each strange and unexplored world is full of creatures, dangers, and surprises, and they're all randomly generated, so not one is not like the other. You gather resources and craft items, and there's many levels of this game. You start off on the surface, but there's caverns and all sorts of more dangerous areas that you can go into as you progress through the game. So, that's my first pick. My second pick is called Stardew Valley. It is $9.99 on Steam right now, so it's a little pricey for us, but that's okay. Uh, It's an open-ended country life RPG with crafting and farming as well as improving skills and fighting monsters down in the mines. There's over 30 unique characters living in the valley and you can interact and befriend them which opens up storylines and potentially a partner to marry and share your farm with. You also get to have a hand in rebuilding the city itself or you can join the Joja Corporation that has taken over the valley and work for them instead. It's essentially Farmville done right with a story. It is, like I said, nine nine on Steam, and that one sounds super fun to me. I've heard really good reviews about that game. Yeah, I've already put many hours into Stardew Valley. I can. Have <laughs> I have not played that one yet, so... I want to vote for The Flame and the Flood. I will vote for Stardew Valley. I will vote for Flame and Flood, I think, since I can't vote for Stardew Valley. That one sounded interesting. That's the riverboat one, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the riverboat survival game. Yeah, yeah, let's do that one. All right. Post-societal America, here we come. So that was the game we played this week. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other Four Color Nerds podcast on this week's comic books at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page, Four Color Nerds. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You can find the podcast podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep gaming, nerds!